Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sigima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And we're having just a great day today. Actually, I have a cup of coffee, believe it or not. For all y'all Bucky's fans, yep, I got my Bucky's cup. Now, if you're listening to this on podcast, you probably can't see my Bucky's cup. But uh, it's about time I have a little coffee on Coffee in the Cosmos. And I want to get in the word with you today. I just want to turn the music up just a little bit. Uh, this thing's stirring in my spirit. I'm talking about Yeshua today and Mary. I'm going to, uh, I used to call it St. John because I have a Catholic heritage. And um, the St. John chapter 2 or the writings of John chapter 2 or John chapter 2, whatever makes you feel good, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the fourth book of the gospel, okay? And um, hopefully you're not one of those that get hung up on what's what and what is in the natural realm, because there's a story here. Don't you love the word? I love the word so much. There's a story here for you. Plus, I want to invite you to my YouTube channel. You'll be able to see some of these videos as well as my Patreon channel where I have special videos just for my patrons as well as my website, coffeeinthecosmos.com. We'll give you the links as well as upcoming conferences and itinerary. You know, um, Jesus, I'm going to just talk about Jesus for a minute before I go into this. I'm so moved by his presence right now. I really want to get to this word. I'm going to get to this word, but um, I'm trying not to speak in tongues. Oh, God. Receive it. Just receive the glory of Elohim on your life. You know, I'm just going to have to step into this for a minute. There's, I can see someone hurting so bad whether it's your physical, your emotional, your spiritual, there's, there's hurt there. And Yahweh wants you to know he cares for you. Now, this is especially for you because this was not part of my podcast or my YouTube, but I'm feeling this in my spirit. So no matter when you're listening to this or where you're listening to it at, Yahweh wants to remind to you to recognize the value you have for him even in your darkest hour, maybe it's just a low moment or maybe it's a major decision in your life, but Yahweh says, lo, I'm with you, even to the ends of the earth. See, he wants you to step into the possibilities of everything that you are. You know, I try to tell people all the time, listen to my podcast. I have over a thousand, actually over 1,100 now. It teaches you the possibilities of everything that you are and who you are in Christ Yeshua, that you can walk out the divine nature of God that dwells inside of you. Now, life sometimes does not reflect the divine nature. It might reflect trouble. It might reflect sins. It might reflect whatever. But that is not the identity of you. Yahweh's love cascades on you and says, be made whole I want you to receive that right now whoever you are just just go ahead and grasp it say I am made whole search out in your heart your mind your soul your spirit right now of that situation that you know that you need to be made whole in and just say father I received that for myself 
be made whole in Yeshua's holy name. Right now, I've just received that. So let's talk about Jesus. Now that he's wanting to heal you and touch you and deliver you and encourage you and let you know you're the best thing happening in life. Man, someone just got to hear this. I can't get this out of my mind. God's got greatness for you, got greatness upon you. It's his greatness, but don't get all religious. Oh, I'm nothing without Jesus. That's not true, or Jesus would have never died for you. But he is the completion of your fullness. He is the completion of your kingship. He's the completion of your wholeness. He's the completion of your joy, of your mind, of your thoughts. He's the completion of everything that he has for you. But you are an entity that was made in the image of your Father through Christ Yeshua, fashioned by the Holy Spirit, that you could come into the earth and be the divine nature of God. Now, life is not going to tell you that most of the time. We're either striving to pay our bills, make money, whatever your profession is, trying to do your best, whether it's a school teacher, a fire person, whatever, a criminal, who knows? You're trying to do it the best. I'd stay away from the criminal part, though, because the earth will cry out against you. Oh, Apostle Greg, I thought you didn't worry about sins. I don't. You'll never hear me talk about sins against you. Not since you've been saved, but that's the heavenly realm. The natural realm, the Bible says, uh, you'll read what you sow, meaning that the earth has a right to cry out against you in the natural realm. So if you go speeding, you could get a speeding ticket. Now, yes, because Yahweh forgives you, don't mean that you're not going to obey the laws of the land. You go out and do something crazy, you're going to get yourself in trouble. That's not what the liberty of the cross is about. The liberty of the cross is that I can go into the cross, I can go into the word, step into the divine nature of it, and then become the divine nature that's in the world that makes me who I am. But it's not contemplating on if I broke a Ten Commandments today or if I didn't because you limit yourself to Ten Commandments. Me and Pastor Al, my father, uh, was talking about this tonight. It was coming out of my spirit. Because if you go back and read the, the Hebrew laws, there's almost 700 Hebrew laws. Average person sins a dozen times a day, whether they know it or not. That's why your salvation since Jesus Christ, since receiving Yeshua, your righteousness, your holiness, your glory can't be based on if I'm sinning. Well, brother, if you teach us that, we'll just all go out and sin. No, you're going to learn how to enter in because sooner or later you won't get comfortable with your soulless man leading the way. When I sin, did you hear me? When I sin, and I sin, it's because my soulish man led me that way. Well, brother, there's no justification of that. You should be holy. Sorry, folks. I am holy. Sin can't make you unholy. You need to understand what holiness is, that it's only from Yahweh. Your righteousness is as filthy rags. You've been preached a lie so long you begin to believe that one salvation is up to you to keep yourself saved. And that's why people backslide. That's why people fall away. That's why people feel weak. They feel overcome because they don't understand who they are. They don't understand the identity of who they are. That in Christ Yeshua, in time, maybe in a minute, maybe in the long term, Yahweh will deliver you of that which ails your soul and your body that causes you to walk un, un uprightly before the Lord or unrighteously before the Lord. But Yahweh's not sitting there with a the measuring rod saying, oh boy, you had a bad day today. You should have never got mad. You kicked the dog. You cursed the cat. And you're mad at your friend. Or you spoke bad about your boss because he was no good. 
Oh, you spoke better than your spouse because he done said something stupid again. All these things happen in life. Oh, can't you understand how Yahweh made you? Get this. He made you his lover. We're not talking about physical, sexual. He made you his lover. You know, when you're in love, the other person can't do no wrong. You can't even see a flaw. It's like perfect imperfections. That's how Yeshua looks at you. That's how Yahweh looks at you. Perfect imperfections of his love. Oh, come on. He loves you so much. I, I want to get to Jesus, though. But he just really wants to tell you how much he loves you. And he wants you to know this. So let's go ahead and read the writings of John and the Passion. I love the Passion translation. Uh, please don't be one of those that are bound to um, a certain book. But it's okay if you're King James only or you're this only or NIV. That's fine. Hey, hallelujah. All you need is the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you. Um, I'm just really blessed because I can read a bubblegum sticker and the Holy Spirit reveals something to me. So we're going to go to the Passion and read it, okay? Now on the third day, Yeshua's mother went to a wedding feast in the Galilee village of Cana. Yeshua and his disciples were all invited to the banquet. But with so many guests there, they ran out of the wine. <laughs> now listen, I'm from New Orleans, all right? You don't run out of the wine here in New Orleans. You don't be running out no party goods or no party trinkets here. You're having a party in New Orleans. So I'm sure it's kind of embarrassing at the time. But I want you to listen to this, okay? So they're at this party. I know why everyone came because Jesus was there. We think they came for everybody else. Nah, yeah, but it said so many people were there. They ran out of wine. So Mary realized it. Why in the world, this is how come I know it was Jesus' fault. Why in the world would Mary, being a guest, she wasn't putting on the wedding. You ever go to a wedding and worry about how much alcohol they have? Of course not. They, that's their responsibility. But Mary's like, oh, Mary realized it. And she came to Jesus, which is her son, biological son, in the flesh, and said this. They have no wine. Can't you do something about it? I love this part. I love this part. You got to get this in your spirit. What in the world were they doing in that house? <laughs> Think about this. Mary is living with Jesus, the Son of God, in the house from the womb. And her first thought when she sees that all these people at the party, because Jesus is a special guest, and guess what? They done run out of wine, and she comes up to Jesus and says, Hey, hey, son, can't you do something about it? You know what she was saying? She was saying, Listen, remember when the goat fell down and broke his knee, and you just walked by it, and the goat got up? Remember when we woke up in the morning, and there was not enough milk, and all of a sudden the bottle of milk got filled? Remember when I was so tired, I didn't have any bread in my house? I surely, you know what it took for them to make bread in those days? She was like, Jesus, come on, just one more time now. I can see this in my mind. Jesus, just one more time. Could you go ahead and make the breakfast this morning for us? And the breakfast would just vanish, you know, come, come to life. I mean, come on. How else would she know this? Of course she saw these things. We get so religious. I'm trying not to be religious about not being religious, but I don't want to be religious. So I want to get this in your spirit. Jesus replied, my dear one, don't you understand, if I do this, it will change nothing for you, but it will change everything for me, for my hour of unveiling my power has not come. 
That doesn't mean he wasn't functioning in his power. He's just saying it wasn't ready for the world to know. Mary then went to the servants because she knew she knew Jesus. She knew because she was Mary, the mother of Jesus, because she spoke it, Yeshua was going to honor his mother and get it done. And she knew he could. This was not a surprise. He done made scrambled eggs and bacon the day before. I know I said bacon. Probably not because they were juice, but if he was in my house, it would have been scrambled eggs, bacon, and some grits, and bagels, and toast, and butter, and jam, and mm, making me hungry, Jesus. Listen, when Jesus brings you to the banquet table, it's more than enough, all right? So then Mary then went to the servants and told them, whatever Jesus tells you, do it. Listen to this. Nearby stood six stone water pots. It would take me too long to tell you what this really means. There's so much meaning in this, it's ridiculous. But you can go ahead and understand this part. Six is the number of man at six pots full of water. I'm going to go off in the heavens right now and leave y'all behind. Meant to be used for the Jewish washing, washing rituals. For the cleansing of man. For the outpouring of the new wine of the Holy Spirit. This was one of the representations that were happening right on his first recorded miracle. Though he's had many before then. But his first recorded miracle was filling the water that was just water in the pots of washing of the number of man with the new wine. That's just one touch of this. Each one of them could hold about 20 gallons or more. This wasn't like a pint or a fifth. Jesus came to the service and instructed them, fill the pots with water right away up to the very brim, fill it full. That's Gamal responding to Yeshua. Then he said, now fill your pitchers and take them to the master of ceremonies. And when they poured out their pitchers from the master of ceremonies, the sample, the water became wine. When he tasted the water that had become wine, the master of ceremonies was so impressed with its quality because he didn't know it was water. He told the bridegroom, he called the bridegroom over and said, every host serves the best wine first. And, and then after a cup or two, he serves the cheaper wine. But you, my friend, have reserved the best, the most exquisite wine until now. And this was the beginning of the miracles of Yeshua the Christ. Now the important part isn't that he changed the water into wine, but that substance which is on Yeshua the Christ is the same substance on me and you. Won't you engage that today during your circumstances of life and let the shalom, peace of God just rule and reign in you. He's so faithful. I just want you to know that in, in my heart that Yahweh knows. There's another key in there I just want to mention a little bit. The timing wasn't right for his exposure. He even says it to Mother. He says, Mother Mary, my time of exposure is not yet to come, but by your word, by your desire, I'm going to take care of this. Maybe you've been in a trial too long. Maybe you've been in a circumstance too heavy. And maybe God in his infinite wisdom says, I, I need that trial to go a little longer. But because you asked today, daughter, because you asked today, son, I'm going to lessen this load for you. I'm going to take care of it because I'm your loving father. That's how much he loves you. Well, once again, 
This is Sigma Bay. I love you. You are so beautiful. I'll see you next time. Shalom.